Good morning. This podcast is brought to you by Hair. Hair. When it's good, it's good. Uh, welcome to Down by the River. I am Terrence Hartnett. I'll be your host. This is the first time I am speaking this morning, and I think it sounds <clears throat> certain a certain kind of way. Hey, well, thanks for listening. Um, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. I am about to head west to Denver to do headlining shows at Stein Brewery on April 30th and May 1st, Friday, April 30th, and Saturday, May 1st. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Anyway, so today's guest is Harrison Tweed, and he's got great hair. That's why I did that ad. Um, he's, he's the kind of guy that a witch would curse him with baldness, uh, and it would be like a good, um, fair curse um, for his vanity. Uh, great hair, great comedian. Um, he moved to Durham, North Carolina. This is recorded in Durham, North Carolina, which is a cool little artsy town. Duke University is there. University of North Carolina, Tar Heels are not far away in Wilmington, North Carolina. Why is that coming to mind? I don't know. Anyway, um, so we talked about him moving to Durham. This is one of the Displaced Comedians series. I should get a different theme song for the Displaced Comedians the- uh, series, but... Uh, a lot of the comedians I'm talking to are displaced. Um, it sounds like they're, that, that makes it sound like they're, uh, you know, like <laughs> in need of charity. Would you donate to a displaced comedian? Would you donate a beer or a sandwich or a, a five minute guest spot on your bar show to a comedian in need? Um, it could do wonders for their little tiny fragile egos. Um, they live with their moms. Please help them. Um, Harrison does not live with his mom. Just to clarify, uh, that was a generalization. Um, we talk about comedy as well. Harrison's got a great uh, podcast that he no longer does, but he did for a long time called Let's Talk About Sets, where he nerds out on comedy. A lot of New York comedians um, on there because it was based out of New York, but they got you know they get big names: Mark Normand, Roy Wood Jr. Um, and the theme song is them just saying sets over the actual recording of the song Let's Talk About Sex, which I think is cheeky and fun um anyway thank you for listening i'd like to thank um just some people who reviewed the podcast uh, mary reviewed the podcast that i did a good job thank you very much mary um shout out to mike czar and um shout out to m james people who are um, letting me know that they're enjoying the podcast that means a lot um because um i don't get paid for this so I enjoy a compliment. So, and thanks for reviewing the podcast. You can review the podcast on whatever app that you're listening to right now. Give it a five star review and a nice rating, and uh, I will shout you out on the podcast. Thanks a lot for everyone who already has done that. And you know what? Take it away, Steve. Down, down, down. Thanks for the coffee. This is perfect. Is it good? Yes. Good, good. Oh, wow. What's this place called? Starbucks. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a local spot. Gotta try it. Welcome to North Carolina, man. What this are you, Matthew? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My Your name is name Matthew is? Harrison Hoffheimer Tweed. What's That's the middle one? Hoffheimer. It's Hoffheimer? My, it's a hyphenated name. Wow. Okay, Hoffheimer Tweed is your last name. Yeah, yeah, that's my full Matthew Hoffheimer Tweed. Oh, so we would have been in the same homeroom, Hartnett Hoffheimer. We would have been yeah, in the same yeah, spot. Yeah, 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 we would have. Um, but I met you as Harrison Tweed, but really you're Matthew. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, we don't have to. I mean, is it like, 
do you have warrants out or something? What's your? Do I have what? Yeah. What's your? Warrants, uh, oh. <laughs> what's your? Yeah. Like, what's your government? Well, what's your problem with your government name? The I never really liked the name. It's not that I don't even like the name Matthew. It's that I don't like that everyone just automatically turns it to Matt, and yep. I just never like that. And yeah, they have control over you. They're like, yeah, you're Matt. Yeah. It's like and, no, I'm Matthew. And I kind of just felt like I don't. Um, I, I I remember my mom being like. Your middle name's Harrison. We were going to name you Harrison, but we didn't want people to name, call you Harry. But I I like Harry and Harrison way more than I like. So I was like, I wish you'd name me that because I like that name way more. They always do that. They, yeah, they go like, well, we kind of, we, we, we like went for it with the middle name as a wild, then their first name's John. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to be John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My brother's name is Duffy and his middle, his first name is Peter. But my dad's name is Peter. So they never called him They Peter. call him Duffy They call him Duffy. Duffy. Yeah, Duff. It's great. It's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a great name. Everyone loves beer. Yeah, people like he was Duff Man for Halloween like six times. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, people and people like a name. Yeah, it makes you people like you. Like, oh, your name's Duffy. That sounds awesome. Let's be friends. Yeah, it's it's Peter. It's amazing. I I like. You know what's frustrating though? I was just talking to my friend about this. For probably the last like, for uh, over a decade, a lot of people in my life from North Carolina that I grew up with. Since my name is Matthew, I would get called like Machu, and then that became Why? just Chew. Like I don't know, Matthew Machu. You okay, know? does that make sense? I guess it makes sense. I've never heard it before. It's not. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't logically follow, but I make <laughs> sense that someone would yeah. call you Machu. Well, it doesn't logically. But then it just kind of had, like people just re- refer to me as Chew here, <laughs> and uh, which I like. I actually prefer that to Matthew, Matt, and Harrison. And I was like, man, I, I wonder. Had I started here and would just been with those circles, and I was like writing my name on open mic lists, if I would have just gone with, tried to be one of those one name dudes and just be Chew. Chew. Oh my Which God. Which would be kind of fun, and like no one would know who to expect would get on stage. I would think I'm not a white guy, but that's racism, you know? But, uh. Yeah, you think of a black well, dude. I, I think no, Chewy. I think Chewy, which is like a nickname for, um, I think. I'm not gonna. St- I, I can't. I can't remember which, which Spanish language name Chewy is a nickname for. But there's a guy running for mayor in Chicago who went by Chewy. C H U Y. C H U Y. U Y. Oh, not, okay. Had nothing to do with chewing. Yeah, yeah. Mastication. <laughs> it was C H U Y. So that's. I would assume it would be a Hispanic guy for that reason. Yeah. So you Harrison is a comedy name. Ha- Harrison is technically a comedy name. You started. Well, you started I mean, using I, it. I, I, I signed it's very confusing so what happened was I st- I like signed up as Harrison Tweed it was all one um, it was like I did this competition when I moved to New York like but far before I should have been what's seen it called or whatever uh, it was Devil's Cup no <laughs> it was like an open call thing God was it it might have been NBC oh okay it great might have been that. Um, you, you wouldn't remember if it like it might have been NBC. I think so. You but can't remember I if it was the NBC. Network. It was a network, okay. but I forget what which one. And it, like it could have been ABC. It could have been. I don't think it would have been CBS. I don't think they do anything. NBC sounds right. So it was more probably comedy NBC. focused. Yeah. And I probably it was probably NBC. And you didn't win, or else you, you would remember because you would be putting it in your credits. You didn't win the competition. No, I didn't. Yeah. I got the second round. Nice. Which was pretty good for like not doing it at all. For just starting comedy. And for just starting. And yeah, I'd say so. In New York I City. I mean, you do one minute. I had one good joke, and I was like, um, and it was an identity joke. 
And back then, diversity didn't mean people that hadn't been heard from before. Yeah. Back then, diversity meant just what type of white guy are you that's yeah. different than you? Give us something to chew on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, chew. There we go. And I and I just was like, oh well, I'm Southern liberal Jewish. Those are all things that like. Probably, that is an identity. That's unique. Yeah. It yeah. Is, you had unique. diversity. I didn't even know. And um, I remember. It was like we were getting up to sign their name, and I was just like, I didn't know what to put. And then I was just like, I'm going to go with Harrison Tweed. It just sounds better than all the other ones. It's a great name. And then I, and then I went, got to the second round, and I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to go with Harrison Tweed. And then, but then it was weird because then I would do open mics, and I would go up, I would sign up as Harrison, go up, be introduced as Harrison. People would be like, hey, you're Harrison, right? Nice set, blah, blah, blah. And, I, and then I'd be like, oh, you can call me Matthew, though. And then they'd be like, why? why? <laughs> now you're telling a story to everyone you meet about how yeah. you're an imposter. And, and, uh, and then I just had to, and I was like, well, it's my, my full name is this. And then, and then, and then eventually I just had to be like, I'll, I guess I'm just Harrison. I'm Harrison. Yeah, That's yeah. so funny. So if I said Matthew, your head would turn anyone, around. Though. Yeah. Okay. Someone's like Matthew. But I go by Harrison. I never say I go by Yeah. Harrison okay. Cause Cause that's pretentious. Yeah. Um, I want to be easy going. Yeah. But also, yeah, it's a funny, yeah, this is a this is a pretty classic tale. I wonder how many people have one of these. Because I, I, I'm always surprised. Like, oh, I didn't know that was not your last name or was not your. Yeah. There's a guy who changed his his name because his name is exactly the name of the CEO of Pixar. He changed his comedy name for that. And I go, I guess, sure. I mean, like. Wait, two sound like that guy's? From away, away oh. from it. <laughs> His name, okay. was, his name was uh, no John something, and he went by his middle name instead because the last name was the same as the Pixar CEO, yeah. who's not doing comedy. Yeah, but yeah. I, I guess it's like your Googleness, your Google ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also knew a new guy named, whose name was Paul Calderon, and Paul Calderon is like a, a character actor, and uh, he's, he's in Pulp Fiction. He's the guy uh, at the bar who goes, my name is Paul, and this is between y'all. Um, and, Wait, uh, when Bruce and Travolta get yes. in each other's faces? Yes, he's right at the Do bar. In that red bar, you can have as many as you like. This is a <laughs> public park. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, buddy. I'll be over here. Uh, but he, I remember the guy was all mad. It's like, Paul Calderon has taken up all my Googleness. I never heard that That's put it that way so before. Funny. My Googleness. But Dude, he didn't you do know comedy. what's my favorite one? Is uh, Tom Takar. Uh, he used to go by for like the first. Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. Which is I like, knew him in Chicago, yeah. That's how racist Hollywood was, that it actually made more sense to pick the name of the most famous quarterback of all time <laughs> than to than go to be like, I'm Indian. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. He was always Tom. He was raised Tom Brady. I knew that part. I knew the, that part. Because he was like raised in Indiana. He's like raised in white Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the same Reggie Miller shirt. I knew he was, he was, a, <laughs> I knew he was a Pacers fan. It's so interesting. Yeah, that's a, and he didn't change it till he was like, I think it was his first television appearance, something like that. Really, I think it was right around then. I don't want to speak for him, but it was yeah. like f- pretty far into like he had already moved to New York and was doing well. And I think it was like it was like the last time he, he waited to the last minute because like mm-hmm. if you go on if you went on Conan as Tom Brady, you'd have to. I think he did a bit about how it used to be called Tom Brady on Conan or something like that. Really? Because uh, he's from Indiana, and they're Colts fans, and they hate Tom Brady. Yeah. So he had a joke about going up somewhere in Indiana and being like, 
who do y'all hate most of all? We all Colts fans here. And everyone's like, yeah. And he riled them up like anti-Tom Brady. He's like, well, here he is. And he's like, <laughs> and they all think that it's going to be really like Tom Brady coming out. And it's mean. So everyone's just confused and angry. It's like, not a good time to do comedy like that. Um, but you, he had to change it. Like, you got to change it. Yeah. If I you're Tom Brady. I, Tom Brady, I, I was, I mean, I mean, you're, you're right. He... It was his given name, and he changed it to something that people never really called him. But I feel like it's a better name. It's got alliteration. Oh, yeah. Tom Takar is great. Yeah. And now I call him Tom Takar. I know him. I knew him as Tom Brady. I call him Tom Takar. Um, I go, hello, Tom. No, I guess I call him Tom. I don't really, you yeah, know. Yeah. But I refer Tom to him is. as Tom Takar, and it's quite easy for me now, which means it's a good name change. Yeah. But I, I don't begrudge anybody. I, I mean, like, I arguably really should have changed my name. I was teaching. So, like... Teachers are, have a past. They should. They all have stage names. Um, yeah. But I feel. I think of it as like this is me. Like I'm burning the bridge behind me. I cannot go back yeah, without yeah. being like, listen, I've done comedy for ten years. And I'm crawling back to teaching. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've already like every What's time I bomb. Name? Terrence Hartnett. What's your middle name? Cullen. Cullen. Like Edward Cullen. I could have gone by Terrence Cullen. Yeah, yeah. Um, then you and Dwayne would have beef. Dwayne then, Cullen, I, I, who I love. I would be yeah. glad to consider him a brother. You know, I'd be happy to. Super funny guy. <laughs> One of the more underrated comedians. Yeah, and he's, he's just underrated enough where he's got such a fucking. Uh, bitterness? Bitterness, yeah. yeah, yeah great yeah. chip on his shoulder. Yeah. I, I've, I've been with him at, like, we used to go to this, like, crazy young Bushwick room, Vital Joint. Do you ever go to the Vital Joint? It's like a basement yeah. in Bushwick, and it was, like, all NYU kids who were, like, working out there. They all have theater degrees, so they're yeah. all doing, like, crazy character bits and stuff. Yeah. And, um... The improv as stand-up scene. Yes. Yeah, yeah right. And they were all doing stand-up, and they were funny in their... Whatever, but uh, Dwayne oh, was, I like... Wasn't begrudging it. Sure, whatever. Yeah. We're, we're out of that city now. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hipster pieces of shit. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. It's oh cute. God. I gotta. I remember one time I was like, "This is why people hate you guys." I was in this Bushwick. Uh, it was one of those mics where they're like, "By the way, this is a safe space. Right. Like, if you say anything transgressive, blah blah blah." And I was like, "Which, by the way, I I I appreciate. I think that's good. I think me too. Restrictions that you have to like write around. Like, if you want to do like uh, quote, I hate the word edgy, but like if you want to do an, a joke that's like." subversive but like not hitting these triggers like i think that's truly very hard to do and good yeah right like not being offensive but thinking you're gonna go into an offensive place i love that so i'm not against that concept of course that's fine but um then the host like gave like a non like an unironic Shout out to Rachel Dolezal. 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 Why do her, I know her name? I get her mixed up with Marek Dolezal. I have no Syracuse idea who that is. Basketball. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. Damn. Syracuse <laughs> basketball. Once again. He's a guy from like uh, Slovenia or something. Slovakia. But anyway. But he gave like a non-ironic shout out to her for coming out as bisexual or like pansexual or something. Oh, I was yeah. like, do you? Do you know why she's famous? <laughs> like, <laughs> or, yeah. Like, she I wouldn't, like, I don't know. I was like, this is what, I think I even said it like on stage. I was like, this one, like, you can't have a woke mic with no black people in it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, watch uh, us. Yeah. And says Bushwick, just, watch us. God, this Hold so, my beer. Yeah, it's very, wait, I'm sorry, I, I interrupted your Oh, story. he was just so mad. He was just like, he's like 33 and he's like, 
these fucking kids are just burying me on this list. And it was like hilarious. He's like, I'm about to fucking bomb on this. It was so great. Cause it's like, yeah. sometimes that's exactly what you need to hear is like, yeah, you know what? Fuck them. Who cares? Fuck them. Yeah, yeah. Like trying to do four minutes in Bushwick. Um, a little bitterness is really nice. And yeah, Dwayne yeah, Cullen yeah. gave me a, you know, it's great. You know, what's one, maybe my favorite thing is when, uh, I've done this myself a, a couple times where you're like, okay, I'm going to go to this wokester mic and it's going to be, and I'm going to work out material that I think would play well here. That's new, you know, like that's yeah. like the, um, I just get a read on it. And then if you get buried in the list because you're not part of whatever the <laughs> circle is being like, all right, well, if I'm going on to the end, I'm going to do the stuff that I know they won't. Like. <laughs> and I know that's not a great approach in general. But that, I guess that's those incubating years when you're, like, just good enough to have a reason to be pissed you're buried. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, not, not good enough. But not popular enough to fight it. To be justified way. in any way in your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, like, I totally get it. Like, I'm being buried and I totally understand. I would yeah. bury me as well. Yeah, know? yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, just go in and do a bit about how Don Rickles is woke. And just Rickles. <laughs> they don't even think, oh, who not, who's Don Rickles? You know, like, it's so funny. It's yeah, all, yeah, yeah. It's over their head. Who's Don Rickles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. Yeah. How's Durham been for you? When did you move down here? I moved down here in October. This is actually my hometown, though. And um, it's cool. Me and my girlfriend got a place. It's been, I mean, I've really liked it. When it was, you know... There was COVID surges and uh, everything was closed and it was freezing. I didn't really do much stand-up. Um, right. But uh, I wrote a lot and I, I ended up doing a bunch of, like, sketch writing classes. Like, I graduated or whatever from UCB in sketch writing. Oh, wow. So Before they closed permanently. Yeah. I right? Guess, or did well, they close? I don't know what the – I know the theaters are closed. But they've still been having classes, so I don't They'll really still take your money for a Zoom sketch class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so that was fun. So I did that and then um and then I did the road for a little bit, which was fun. I did this this tour, uh you've probably heard of these tour, the brewery tours. And uh it's like uh this guy booked comics from New York to just like do it. So we did like South Carolina, Virginia, um Indiana, Illinois, and then a bunch of shows in Wisconsin. Sounds great. Yeah. And it was funny. I was like, I'm fucking making unemployment. I don't even have to write this on my unemployment that I worked because it's less than two hours a, a, like, a night. Oh, nice. Because I'm just there for an hour. Right. You get paid in cash anyway. Yeah. Got paid, Love know, it. So making like 125 a show, which isn't that much, but if I'm already making unemployment. It's great for, yeah, you get, get your gas. The no IRS problem. doesn't watch this podcast no they don't <laughs> okay good. no they don't yeah okay. if they did they would be yeah, they'd already have known about some shit so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, it's coming down if they do know about it oh because you interviewed that off the grid guy that off the grid guy is he rules he's so great he does seem like they the don't want to tax him i don't think either yeah i mean like there's nothing they can nothing do. to tax exactly that's the beauty of it it's yeah. so great he's on <laughs> he's eating roadkill and dumpster diving <laughs> i i would love to in another life i would be like i'm gonna join your little odd Whatever thing, whatever whatever thing he had going on, whatever yeah, if he yeah. started a cult, I'd be all I'll be all over it. Yeah, yeah. Although he talked really slow, 
Um, yeah. Still a very popular episode. People like it. But I was like, I considered like putting him on like 1.25 times speed just to get him up to like regular. <laughs> uh, that'd be well, so when funny. When you're not controlled by money, you're not controlled by time. He really doesn't. Yeah. He really was like, I'll talk for as long as you want. He really was like, whatever you need, man. Yeah. Um, which is great. Yeah. He was an he was incredible, incredible individual. Daniel Suelo, quit money. Check that out. Pause yeah, this. Yeah. This one's going to suck. Find his social media. <laughs> pay, PayPal him. <laughs> PayPal him some energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wish I had like known him. I would like have just brought him some food at some point. But now he's living back with his mom. Oh okay. yeah, because he's got to take care of. Got to take care it? of his mom. Exactly. That yeah. was the big. I think that's a good. It was a good conclusion to the story because it's kind of like, uh, you know, the hero had to co- hero had to come home. Yeah. Hero had to uh, compromise his morals for his larger morals. You know, like yeah, yeah. he was like, well, my whole morality would mean nothing if I didn't take care of my own fucking mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what the hell? What the hell kind of like moral? guide would i be if i didn't it's take care of my own mother more moral for me to watch you suffer and die from yeah anybody. from yeah. my cave yeah, yeah insane yeah. okay does you where's your girlfriend from she's from maryland she's from um a place called ocean city um and we we visit i i'd never been it's just like a party town in in maryland and so we visited that uh her hometown and went did like a beach week or in the summer We've been traveling a lot, honestly. That's I, yeah, it's the best. Mostly, it's not a bad time to travel. It's it's a great. That's all you've been doing. It's a great time to travel to like cities for a while. Where like it's just a hassle. I would be like yeah. going through Kansas and be like, I'm not even gonna go to Kansas City. It'll just be like a hassle to like everything will be more expensive and annoying. Yeah. I just like go to national parks and stuff like that. This summer I was doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a great. It's a good time to travel. I mean, like there's no reason to be anywhere. Yeah. So you and might as well explore. Just go. Like, specific, because we can't go international. I mean, I guess we can now, but, like, I don't have the money to go on, like, a European vacation. Yeah. But just to, like, road trip in the United States is, like, awesome. It's an amazing. fucking kicks ass. It's an amazing country. We're figuring out how good our country is. It's not just New York and L.A. and Chicago. There's a lot of amazing places. Yeah. Um, And, you know, whatever. How How is she adjusting to Durham? She's not from here. She likes it in the sense, like, I think she's liking it much more now that it's warmer. Um, but uh, when it was like, there's nothing to do and it's cold, she was kind of, you know, she, I have all my friends here and she, she loves my friends and thinks uh, they're all great. So Huge. it's not like, I, I would say she is now friends with them. Um, but uh, it is kind of a bummer because like all her friends are spread out. So like, um, it's hard. I, I think it's been hard for her to adjust to uh, not n- having anyone to just be like, hey, you want to go grab a beer? Right. You know what I mean? Someone who, yeah. And also no one to complain about you to. Exactly. Yeah. Which is a huge part of being in a couple is you need to have somebody who's totally in your corner. who's like, listen to what this guy did. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> someone who's, who's always going to be on her side. Like, he's crazy. When you know, she like, goes on a long walk to talk to a friend, I know that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <shit on. laughs> you, know? you can feel it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah <laughs> she's. Um, but Talking she's about been, dishes. She's been great, and uh, I mean, oh god! Ever since I got warm and like spring sprang, uh, it it's been so great. It's been awesome. It's so green and beautiful here. I know it's beautiful. We're in front of the Eno River. What's the Eno River? The Eno River. I don't know. It's this guy. I don't have much of a history lesson, but it's <laughs> uh, it's like one of the more popular rivers to visit in North Carolina. It's uh. I only know my personal experience, which is just a really fun. It's got like 
places to go swimming and tubing. Swimming and holes and you can go to. I want to go, go tubing. Fishing. Yeah. I used to, I will bring like, my mom has a dog and I, I love that dog and I'll like bring her out here and we'll, she'll go swimming and play fetch. And so your folks are still, your mom is still in Durham. My mom is still in Durham. And uh, she is, uh, yeah, she works for UNC, but she kind of works at home. Um, and so I, I see her probably a, maybe a couple times every two weeks. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not, I mean. Just enough? I Yeah. It's, <laughs> we, I mean, I'm a comedian. We're all comedians. Like, I, we don't get along that great. <laughs> we don't not get along. It's just like. Anytime the conversation steers to, uh, what's it called, um, career stuff, I'm like, oh, God, you're going to give me so much unwarranted advice. That's based on no experience. Oh, in comedy? Because she tries to apply her life experience as a professional human to comedy yep. advice. And it's just like, it just isn't, she's like, you should get a haircut for this. Like, there, that has never been a thing in comedy. No one didn't get on The Tonight Show because they needed a haircut. Maybe in the 60s. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, maybe. The 60s, yeah, they yeah. want to. Carson was a clean cut man with a nice suit. Yeah. Uh, but now, yeah, my parents do the same thing where they go, why don't you reach out to some of your contacts or like, uh, it might be good for your, like, like, I'll have a cousin. I have a cousin who does television production and she's yeah. like like reach out to christina and i'm like i don't know what i would even ask christina to do for me there's yeah. nothing she doesn't know anybody who wants me Huge factor that people don't talk about she might know somebody maybe i mean like eventually i'll maybe ask her for something i have no yeah. idea what it would be but yeah. i can't even think of an outside ask that i could even throw at her yeah. i mean like she could put me as an extra in <laughs> Um, the good you know, Shepherd UPN's Star Girl. I don't know what. Yeah, she's a. Uh, yeah. Does yeah, like some show that's just on. I don't know. Um, but parents will do that. They're concerned for you. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's I a totally sign of love. I totally get it. I totally get it. But I'm kind of like, like the thing I can't even like bring myself to tell her is like, like mom, you know, like because she's like, she was like, you should be trying to get writing jobs, and I'm like, I would love a writing job, like a, you know, a comedy <laughs> writing job. Like, of course, I would love to get. You can't just like ask for an interview. It's I know. Not on ZipRecruiter. I know. You know. But, yeah, I. It's, Do you uh, know anyone that got the John Stewart job? No. Do you think they even looked at those applications? They had an open application for John Stewart's new show on Apple TV, I yeah. think, and everyone we know submitted a packet for it or whatever it is yeah um, a rushed mediocre a, packet yeah yeah it was about to because he's trying to have people do like actual topical jokes i don't know anybody who got that job no that's so new york though is like that's what's, that's what's excited about new york is like people you know get those jobs yeah yeah that's what's cool about new york that, and that's like i'm trying to i've been constantly shitting on new york comedy with anybody who i meet because <laughs> either they never went to new york or they left new york like you and i like yeah, yeah. so um it's it's bolstering to have those conversations about like you know it was too expensive the comedy like Harris Alterman who is so fucking funny he's so where's he he's in Denver oh he's yes. been in Denver for a while he did go to Denver and he's back in it like they respect him there he's doing great comedy there because he's really good yeah, yeah. and uh, I love just hearing him be like yeah you know the, the comedy in New York is really shitty if you're like at our level it's like really shitty I'm like oh so good to hear that wait who says that Harris, Harris. Who Wait, is the comedy at our? Oh, he means like our the comedy that we were doing was shitty stage time. You know what I mean? Like, oh like, yeah, there's great yeah. stage time to be had in New York, but we weren't getting it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. going to Sam Marill. You know what I mean it's going to like people who are 
killers. Totally. Like I'm go- the uh, Thursday. I'm going to. It's like 45 minutes from Durham, and I'm gonna go do like 40 minutes and get paid a good amount. Yep. And that just isn't really available in New York. No. You can't just go get a like 120 bucks. No. And and bring a a friend. Like I I'm I'm so happy to be down here because when I go to a mic. It's like, or, or a show, I'm like respected. I'm like, this guy's really good. Yeah. Like, like that, <laughs> like this guy, like, wow. Like I get the, uh, it's like, what you get the notebook, the notebook test. Like, do people put down their notes when, you <laughs> when they're, when stage? they're going on stage? Yeah, yeah exactly. And the thing, same, if you came here, I mean, you are here. <laughs> if you like, like comedy came here, yeah. I'm here for a tour or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you, uh. I, it's uh, I'll go with you to that show tomorrow, unless you don't want me to. No, please. You don't want me to overshare. No, I don't care. I don't. That's why not I would the care. situation yeah. for me. At all. <laughs> um, but uh, but here it's just like there's a dude. His name's Matt White. He's fucking so funny. He um, he won Good Nights competition like whenever it was it happened. Like it was like New York, uh, North Carolina's funniest or whatever. He runs the uh, Oak City Comedy Festival. Funny fucking dude. Features and hosts at Good Nights all the time yep. and the improv. Yep. And it's like, Im- immediate, like, I came down here and he was like, oh, I'm going to try, try to get you on shit. Like, like <laughs> I'm going to try to get you shit. You're good. I fuck with your, I fuck with you. It's like, which is the opposite of New York. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, man, you're so good. I hope it works out for you. Exactly. <laughs> Dude. Just like, I had people that were like, we both uh. know so many people that were just like, you just got to hope in New York, the person that believes in you has someone who believes in them, who has something <laughs> to offer them, and that person's belief in you will extend over to you. Oh, yeah. Because there's so many people gunning for everything. And it's like, that's the thing that sucks about New York. It's like, it's there's a toxicity that I don't think is like, I don't think it's people being shitty to each other. I think it's just... It's so dog eat dog that it's like you almost like it, it's impossible to give someone any favors like and yeah. even the favors you do give. They're pretty like trying to think like someone helps you get like a JFL audition. That'd There's be great. No, that's a one percent chance that will help your career. They'll give you a bar show. You got to like... crush that and crush a <laughs> JFL <laughs> and crush in a way where they're like <laughs> this guy it has something. And then you can maybe get. Some yeah, money. Yeah. Yep. And then it's, you can fuck it up. We have friends that fucked it up. Oh yeah. We have oh, Or like they just like they realize they'll tell you like it's not uh what it used to be or whatever. It's uh, JFL sucks or they'll just say like Yeah. It's not a big deal anymore. Oh did you lose your you lost them. Oh there they are. Yeah. Left foot. I was about to um, smoke. <laughs> I'll have one too. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um yeah, and there we'll cut all this out. There we go. Um Is so it we, informal for me to be wearing the sunglasses? It's not no. That's fine. It's, okay. You can wear sunglasses. Yeah, you can wear sunglasses on my podcast. Yeah, yeah. This, is not a, this is not a yeah, job like, interview that your mom's recommending yeah. you for. Oh, what are you, club comedy? You're going to wear, yeah. You, you uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, what, Rogan crew over here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, insane. What was the, okay, the decision to come down here, was it made quickly or was it made slowly? It was October, so you had already, you had gone through that first summer in New York? It was October 2020? Uh, it was, okay, so after New York, so we left uh, the day of, they announced the lockdown. I got a call from my boss, and he was like, uh, "You like you, 
uh, you've been laid off. Like I'm laying off literally. He laid off 95% of his employees. Basically, just dog walkers, like, yeah. right? Yeah. Because all of our clients, like, they're we're home. Like, no, we don't want strangers going to our house to walk our dogs. In the the big winner of the pandemic was America's dogs. You know, it was a lot funny. Of more time with the owners. I was walking uh, that day, the first day that they started making those announcements. I was walking. Supposed to walk uh, Kyle McLaughlin's dog. You know the guy from. You you probably know his. Okay, have you seen um uh, uh not Mulholland Drive uh, Blue Velvet? No. You know David Lynch? Yes. He he's a, he's like a muse of his. Like oh he's cool. Done a lot of. So I used to walk his dogs. He was also in he's like, an actor in David Lynch movies. Yeah, yeah. He's a good. He's cool, man. He you you'd recognize his face, and um, he's also I want to say in dune like the first dune nice um but uh i was walking to his dog and it was funny like i i call i went to the front desk like hey, i need a key to go and they're like N- uh they're like i think they're gone i think they left because of the pandemic and then oh, so with a dog like, oh yeah. okay can you just call up one more time they call up they're like yeah i'm sorry he's not here and i was like all right call my manager my manager was like uh by the way comedians this is my employer manager not my i don't have a manager <laughs> i can't help you um and um, i know you're in durham <laughs> yeah yeah okay? i durham. know you don't have a manager yeah, 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 yeah. um your dog walking manager yeah yeah no no i uh yeah ari gold hit me up no but um uh and they were like well go in there like just go in there and make sure the dog is i'm like dude i'm not double checking by like sneaking into a famous person's house during a pandemic. Their dog is gone. The, the dog is their gone. Dog. They're all gone. Everyone in the city's gone. The whole thing's the whole yeah. this whole place is dead. Yeah. So so anyway then I we I got home and then You went you left in March then. Yeah, I left nice. in March. I went to Myrtle Beach for two weeks because my girlfriend's estranged father uh, has a place and he owes her big time uh, <laughs> for what <laughs> for, for not being there at all and uh, and being a terrible no whatever that's I, I'm not gonna have you edit this out but I, I'm gonna stop talking about it self-editing love it so go to we go to Myrtle Beach after Myrtle Beach she she has an aunt that needs <clears throat> that has like health problems so uh, then we met, went to Maryland for a little bit to take care of her aunt <clears throat> then we went up to New York for a little bit just to see everyone and the and the summer in new york seems like it was pretty fun i haven't been back since march 2020 but new york i mean we were there we were probably there a combined month in the two or three months that we were like in limbo Um, park hangs park shows park mics i didn't do did i do no i did i did a teeny cupboard show for Brittany brave which was fun. That that show's great. I think she moved to Miami though. It's not available anymore. There you go. Stop asking. Well, Tiny Cupboard is <laughs> happening, right? Tiny it Cupboard blew up. Saved New York comedy. Yeah. <laughs> like, and which was so cool because I I would go before the pandemic. I'd been and it's this teeny. It was a teeny room in the building. Oh. And it would fit like twenty people maybe. Like maybe. It okay, so, so it was a tiny cupboard. It was a tiny cupboard. Okay. But it was fun. And then I went for Britney's show, and I was like, "Rooftop show! Shit, there's like fucking, there's like forty people here, yeah. and it's like a great show." <laughs> and then, um, so then, so it, and then it wasn't until October that we were like, or like you know, September that we were like, we should find a place. And then we we decided on Durham because it was like we'll have some community there. It'll be a little warmer, and uh, there's comedy. So. Yeah. So that's basically what happened. And uh, 
I love it. I mean, I, I've I've enjoyed it. I'm I, we're we're right now wondering if we should stay another year or oh you're coming months. up on the october yeah because we did a six month lease so oh okay they're they're asking us if we want to renew and i'm like you, you do i kind of do yeah i the only problem is like jobs after unemployment ends and under the like but, I don't but you know. can wait tables right yeah i don't yeah. mind that there you go and if i started getting work at like the clubs here you know yeah throwing a few hundred bucks in my pocket honestly right yeah then you start calling off, calling off, getting subs. You know who cares? You know, I'm not gonna work brunch on Saturday. I just did a the yeah. Friday night of the improv or whatever. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, um, could be the life. Could be the, could be the real life, man. Yeah. Also, I'm just like, I would never. Oh God, we have sneeze. Big sneeze on the mic. Sneezing <laughs> doesn't do anything for COVID. <laughs> I was Sorry. vaccinated yesterday, so I'm feeling amazing. You did what? Greensboro yesterday? vaxxed. Greensboro. Oh, you're you're got a done? vax? No, I got the single vax, but that takes care of like eighty percent of it. And I am a scientist, so I do know. Wait, I'm a virologist. Do I? Have snot you didn't on know my that about me? Or no? Nope. Okay, good. Clean, clean stash. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, um, I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm welcome back to talking vax. Thursday. Oh, you want to hear some? This is such a comedy, a comedian's uh, predicament. So I booked that. God damn it! Oh, the forty-minute set, same day as your second vaccination. Yeah, I saw that on, and you're hoping. I just pray oh, the side effects. I read in. it as you said, like, I'm running 40 minutes. Um, oh, not going for a run. I thought you meant running because my mom does running by time. Oh. She does like I'm doing a 30 minute run, I'm doing an hour run. That's her philosophy. She's a marathoner, <laughs> and apparently that works is uh, you go by time and not by distance, and so you kind of like whatever. I don't know. It's the philosophy of running. Yeah, well, that's what I do on the elliptical. I just say I'm going to run for 20. That's what I thought you were doing. Right. So yeah. you're running 40 minutes of comedy on yeah. the second day of your Vax dose. You might be a little tired. Yeah. So, well, I don't know because I've also heard you can get, like, really sick. It can just be like having COVID for a little bit. And so, uh, oh, I'm sorry about it'll, sneezing. It'll be like, I heard you're, like, tired and a little bit feverish. It's not like it's that bad. You can power through. <laughs> the stage adrenaline will help you through. Yeah, totally. And I'll, uh, yeah, oh, oh my God. Uh, yeah, the adrenaline. Well, it will be like, uh, have you, uh, do you remember the first time you did stand-up after not doing it for a while? Yes, Denver. I did a well-rehearsed, it was two shows, did a well-rehearsed 10 minutes of the greatest hits of Terrence Hartnett, yep. um, which I had, like, done in the shower six times, you know what I mean, that kind of shit. And then it went well, and, like, this is my comedian brain was like, well, second set, I'm going to get real loose. And I got way too loose, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I gained my confidence back right away, and then, like, then I, like, did a new bit. Like, here's a COVID bit I thought of three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and it was, like, falling flat. And they go, oh, yeah, because this, this, this is a thing where you have to practice your material. Like, it's like, I'm remembering all of the comedy things like yeah, all yeah, the yeah. good and all the bad came back at once it was like it was like i'm i'm great things are going great comedy's great uh i can do anything and then i was like immediately it was a good microcosm of comedy because i was like yeah all the good set and then like a kind of bad set because i was too loose and i had to come back to the well the rust a. is yeah baby like i think the thing that frustrated me the most about the rust part because it was the same thing i we did before we did the longer tour, we just did two shows. One of them was in North Carolina. It was in this place called Gibsonville. And one of them was in this place, uh, is in Marietta, Georgia, which is right outside of Atlanta. And <clears throat> Gibsonville went fucking great because, you know, I did like 35 minutes and it was like I was just in the zone and I was, I had the adrenaline. 
And then the next, and so again, like you, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to knock this second one out of the park, man. It's fucking outside of Atlanta. It's going to be black as hell. It will be fun. I can do like, like I can do fun jokes. Like there'll be, uh, cause I'm not a political comedian, but I definitely have like left. Le- it's not even left. Le- it's just yeah, like, you kind of, you had like, like, I remember like, cause I saw you a lot during like, during like Bernie's 2020 yeah, yeah. Uh, run. And it was fun to see like jokes about like, like this is bullshit. The two party system, all the, you know, the stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You doing jokes about what was happening then. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. Great. But now I'm in a place where it's like, you know, blue lives matter flags on the walls. And I'm like, yeah. Oh fuck. I don't, I don't have the chops right now to battle with an audience. Yes. Or like to like, like sell my jokes the right way. Yeah. So if something goes flat, I'm just going to like, I'm not going to be ready to like save it the same way yeah. I might've when I was in the zone. But then it, you know, you you keep doing sets, and eventually it comes back. And then, I mean, that's probably the biggest benefit I had from being down here is like, or not just down here, but like, not being in New York, is then I went like when I was on the road doing all these shows in like rural Wisconsin, I was like, oh fuck, now I can crush with this joke I thought was like a liberal joke, but I just do a little bit of legwork at the beginning, <laughs> and it's fine. Like I'm I'm like okay. White country folks, they all they need to know is that you're fun. Okay, right. Well, yeah. What's the legwork like? What do you? What's the legwork like when you're doing the joke like that? Do I would mean? do. I would like kind of sort of set up the premise and then be like, by the way, you don't think I fucking you don't think I looked at saw the signs when I was driving in here? Yes. You know, and then I would be like, and you know, I and I already said I'm from New York. You know where my politics are. Right. So it was like, so don't be a pussy. Like, I would just be yeah, like. Yeah, I don't hate you. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. fun. Yeah, I like that. I'm fun. It's a oh, good caveat. I had this joke about Trump not making his wife come. And it, it was like, I just, I like added a line for them that was like, like, look, I don't care if you think Donald Trump is the, is like the greatest president of all time. It's like Melania is backed up. Like no doubt that, that would like that. So that's good. That line is like, this is not political. And I remember hearing those lines like uh, from other comics, like in New York, sometimes like that are kind of road lines where it's like, yeah. now I don't care. I know if you loved him or hated him. I'm like, who here loves him? I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but it's like, oh, it's just stuck in the bit. It's stuck in that bit. It's built in so they can do it to anybody. They yeah, go yeah, like, yeah. I don't know who you, I don't care who you voted for. I'm like, we're in Bushwick. Like, you are fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they have those lines to establish themselves as, like, listen, I'm just a guy. You're a guy. Yeah, Let's yeah. talk about Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and I trashed cops in front of him. I learned how to do that. <laughs> that was that you was a good. Trashing cops was the one that I was <laughs> like, oh, I have to, like, really. So what I specified was I. And I actually think trashing cops is one of those things that, like, unless you're in an incredibly left part of Brooklyn, you might actually have to do that lead work in other parts. Yeah, you should. Especially people like clubs. cops sell, sell help people all the time. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. Is, what's the cop leg work like? The cop leg work was like, so you people are living in a small town. Small town cops are awesome. I don't, that's just like a guy going up to a middle school being like, like I don't, I, it's something like, like, I told you you can't come around here with these bags of candy, buddy. Like, I'm going to have to send you back to Alaska. Is that what you want? And I was like, those guys are awesome. And then it was like, I know city cops. I'm used to city cops. Fantastic. City cops g- care way too much about their job. Yes, and, that's and good. And it, it wasn't, I'd, I mean, I have one joke about police brutality. You've probably heard that one. The Rodney King rock and so. roll is dead. I don't know. Because of Rodney King. <laughs> um, I don't know. 
But uh, don't do this to me. Don't make me. No, do, no, don't, no. don't do Come this on, to do me. Yeah, don't. How dare you? Um, I mean, <laughs> you, yeah. but uh, I've forgotten everything you've ever said. Yeah, no, I have. Who remembers it? But <laughs> it's uh, been over a year. I've been, not been. I've not been in New York City in over a year. I've not seen you in over a year for sure. Great to not be in New York. New York City. I've heard also it's like it's going crazy now. What do you mean going crazy? Oh, like I, I've heard rough. that like there's like a lot of like like um, because of COVID there's just like the homelessness has gotten really really bad. Yeah. It's really sad to be there. Yeah, yeah. Like like just being like it's Gotham, like, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's getting the, turning into like real Batman Begins. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotham has fallen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like that. I, that's 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 what people think. Yeah. Every time I I have a New York I have New York State license plates, and so people always people always they love to ask me like, is it as crazy as it looks on the news there? And I always say no because I'm like, it's probably like the news you're watching makes it seem like it's absolutely crazy. Every I, news station me that. just tells you everywhere is chaos. Yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah, then <laughs> chaos you keep watching. Is very the news. minimal and just yeah. even the height of the worst shit, like the George Floyd protest. Which were so, it was just so fucked up and you'd see like Proud Boys coming, like even those things, they made it seem like every protest was a fucking battle royale. Riot, yeah, And it was like, no, I've been to so many, like we were at so many protests and they were just, it was just songs and I I, I don't, it was. Peaceful marches, yeah. Yeah, it was just people and then, and. um, I wish I, I I had this line ready to go where it's like, hey, it's mostly peaceful, kind of like the January 6th demonstration in Washington, (laughs) D.C., like where like it would kind of break their brain, like, oh, true, you know what I mean? Like mostly peaceful, but, you know, people are being violent and uh, we're being painted as that's all violence. Um, They can, now they can completely relate to that. Now they can, now like, now they'd be trapped and they couldn't. Yeah, they couldn't blame yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. That's what comedians do well. It's like break someone's brain in a way that helps them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like the, uh, yeah. yeah. I, can't, I can't hold both those ideas at the same time. Because uh, we don't have an agenda on stage, so we're not like political pundits, but we are, and then we're, we're framing things in a way that's the most honest. Yeah. And But we also clearly don't want to upset them. We want to do the opposite. I only... Wanted to de- to delight you. I came here to make you delighted, and yeah. anything that's not making you delighted is it's not gonna stay in the act. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, yeah. gonna be shape shifting. I yeah, I've been having some road shows too. It's fun. It's fun to perform for these crowds. It's like it gives you chops that you wouldn't have. You know what yeah, I mean? You yeah. can't just like you can't do clapter all that stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, also, one thing that annoyed me about New York is it's like the the like so like the. God, I don't like even saying woke or wokester or anything. But like Neither. that kind of like people that relied on that kind of audience, it's like they're but their comedy is kind of like performed with this like activisty vibe. Yeah. And I'm kinda like, how is this activisty if you're only speaking to people that agree already? Like I don't know. That that doesn't make any sense. You're I not changing don't know. anyone's minds. Nope. The only people preaching that, to the choir. That that's why I was like and and it's two people that are total opposites in one way and they're exactly the same in the other where it's like the club comic that's like those liberal rooms they're a bunch of pussies can't say anything there it's yeah, like no yeah. you're a pussy cuz you can't make them laugh you can't jump through those small hoops there's a few just a few things you can't yeah, just don't. outwardly openly say yeah yeah just yeah. jump around those things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's anno- and then they complain and they're like comedy's not even comedy anymore and i'm like i i don't know man it seems like a lot of the shit like i won't say who it is 
There's this one comic that makes like a lot of sketches, and they're like almost all kind of like devil's advocate style sketches. Sure. Like, do you, and one of them's even about comedians not even going for laughs anymore. I'm like, this sketch isn't even going for laughs. <laughs> this sketch is such <laughs> clapter, but like this is exactly what you hate, but it's just your version. It's of the it. opposite, yeah. And it's like, look, you can do that. Just do, like I, I hadn't seen um, uh. Nanette, I had never seen it. Me neither. And then I drove from Chicago to North Carolina. I was like, well, I, I got a lot of time. Uh, I'll just put on Nanette. <laughs> and I put on Nanette, and I was like, I like this. This is fine. The, but this is, I mean, the, I would not say, I would not tell someone this is a good comedy special. Right, right. I'd be like, this is a pretty good one-woman show right. about this subject matter. I think it's impressive, and it's like, it's clever, and it's, and I think she does say some things that I, I hadn't ever considered. Nice. Um, and then, uh, but then also, I'm like, well, these jokes are bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not, they're not bad, but they're just like these jokes are not the reason. I'm. I she quit laugh. comedy. I probably did this a few times. Ha. <laughs> but like that's about it. But if I'm gonna ha. tell, I'm gonna tell someone to watch like Nate Bargatze's special. Yeah, baby. To, like laugh really loud. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Nate was great. I just watched that. Uh, greatest average American. Yeah, I like this. I like this. I mean, I feel like I like this Earl. I like I like Tennessee Kid way more. I do um, too. This one felt like a little rushed, but it I was stand up yeah. so bad I didn't care. Exactly. I, I rushed to watch it. Yeah, uh, yeah he rushed he, to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we left New York City, and that is good. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that is good. Did you go to California at all? No, I I put. 22,000 miles, and I haven't been to California yet. I'm yeah, pumped yeah. to go. I'm going to go next winter when it's, like, terrible everywhere else. Dude, let's. Go to L.A. Well, let's you figure got it out. one bed in the back. I was going to say, know. if you ever want to do a, le- if you ever want to schedule a road trip, oh, yeah. you should just do some shows. And I love when someone hops on a leg. I'm like, yeah, hop on the leg. I'll have me people, like, meet me in New Orleans. Let's go to New Orleans. I met yeah. like, Chicago people in New-, New Orleans. So, like, everyone's down to do something. Yeah. And so, like, I'm very rarely alone, which is really nice. So I keep, like, joining up with people. That is very nice. Do you mind if I have another? It's a beautiful thing. Do you mind if I have another? There's only one left. Do you want to split? No, it? no, no. No, no, no. I'll have a drag. Thank you. Okay. Don't cool. worry. Right. Uh, I just want something in my mouth. I'm like such a fucking baby. <laughs> I'm know. like a little toddler. I know. A little younger. I'm like a little baby, an infant. Uh, um, I have to chew on a pen in the car. Yeah. I need something in my mouth all the time. My mom's really mad I smoke again. And uh, she was like, and Mandy, that's my girlfriend, was like, uh, is she going to get mad at me like that I, I hid it from her? Because I hid it from her for a while that I had started again. Right. And she was like, she was like, I, I don't know what to say if she comes at me. And then I, she, she was like, maybe I'll be like, well, Julie, <laughs> you know, it's not all bad having a boyfriend with an oral fixation. It's <laughs> 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 like, I would love if you told that to my mom. That's hilarious. My mom actually is interesting in that she has been like you guys should have zoom sex like when i was like on the road that's hilarious she's so weird that is weird i would never hear that from my mom that's surprising sex positive moms are that is a good thing though oh it's great yeah yeah i assume yeah it's fantastic is your mom sex she's uh not sex i don't know i don't know she's fine we don't i mean like uh you think your parents fuck neutral they had four kids i don't know uh i don't know birth control neutral they don't like that one. I don't know. I mean, they're Catholic. Uh, I don't know. Four. Ki- I think they were trying for a girl. with just four boys. They're trying for a girl is my theory. That's so funny to and try I was as close for as, something. I was as close as they got. That's the joke the <laughs> boys make. And Terrence is as close as she got. It's like I'm willing 
to spend like half a million dollars over time per attempt at making one thing. Oh yeah. Like like they're just they're failing at getting the girl and then they just have all this overhead. And they never to succeeded. Get there. Yeah. They never succeeded. They got four boys. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I should ask the I don't know. I should ask them maybe? I don't know. Um Yeah, yeah. I won't. Yeah, yeah. Is the conclusion I'm coming to uh in real time. Yeah. <laughs> As I will not be pursuing anyway yeah what is your biggest goal out of the pandemic what would you say is 21 2021 goal i wanted to do 100 episodes of this podcast i will do 100 episodes we're gonna be 33 34 you're doing good you're crushing me yeah it's uh yeah how's the sex symbol podcast going download the sex symbol project the sex symbol project anywhere you get your podcast just do them a favor and subscribe to it and then leave it alone i'm gonna do a, a call to action to my followers just like hey I don't. I know you don't listen to the podcast. It's okay. I know only a hundred of you listen to the podcast. Yeah. Just subscribe to it and leave it on your phone. Those numbers mean the same to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. care. I, I just want it to be like the thing that I. I don't know. What's man. your goal? Is that uh, in, in general? No, no. Sorry. What were you saying about your podcast? What do you want it to be like? Oh no, I I was I I was just gonna say I just want it to be the most fun podcast it can be, and then hopefully the numbers come together and yeah stuff. but i don't think it's going to be from the podcast it'll be from your stand-up and they like you enough god but even that sounds like a pipe dream like <laughs> like, Eight hundred thousand new podcasts in 2020 i just want to make a living at comedy that's all i want it You're doesn't close. have to me i want to make this is how little i this is how little i want to make this isn't much but it's not nothing i just want to make 800 bucks after taxes a week in comedy. <laughs> I would be so satisfied with that. That is all I that is all I want. I know once you get to that number, you it probably like just You've already up. wanted it for 5 years if you're at that number probably, but Yeah. Uh, of course I want more money than that. That's feature that's feature work and then an occasional headlining bar show. Yeah. Right? And maybe some Patreon subscribers. Hey oh. Well, I want this fucking album to fucking uh sell yeah hey do it. you want to help me out with this uh uh fucking follow me on instagram yep and then you'll see uh tweety I'll, jokes I'll, or something yeah, you just yeah. changed it tweety jokes. i'll put my venmo up there i'm trying to get a little bit of help because this is a lot of money to go into filming this motherfucker i respect that these will be uh produce like there's someone who's gonna produce the album but i need to i need a special <laughs> part to have it <laughs> so fucking help me out <laughs> terrence <laughs> hundred <laughs> all of you send me Fifteen dollars. Oh wow! Every yeah. single one of you. You got it. Please, they're <laughs> these are rabid fans, and they will do anything for me. Terrence, am I funny? If I say he's funny, he's, he's got okay. great jokes. Okay, and Terrence is really funny too. So don't fuck around. This is good. Welcome back to Comedy Circle Jerk with Terrence Hartnett. <laughs> uh, yeah. Give us all money and whatever. Uh, yeah. uh, terrible, terrible stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's straight meth, um, baby. What's going to be – so, yeah, you thinking about staying for another – yeah, we texted about this briefly because you're like, you're going to go back to New York? This is what New York people say to each other. I will go begrudgingly back to New York if I go to New York. If I go to New York, I'm going to be furious about it. It was such a trial to – because you were there for like six, five or six years, weren't you? I was there – I did. I was doing comedy there for probably six years, maybe a little more, and then I, and I was uh, living there since 2012, so eight years. So, you wait, you went there and didn't start doing comedy right away? I started in Syracuse, but that was like a mic every once in a while. And like, where? What was the venue? Funkin' Waffles. Uh, yeah, Funkin' Waffles. Yes. Uh, Funkin' Waffles and Wise Guys. Do you remember Wise no. Guys? 
It was a comedy club downtown that seemed like it should be condemned. Yeah. And it was like... I'd never heard of it. This was before... What's it called? Came around. Funny Bone came the around. Funny, the Funny Bone in the Mall. Yeah, the Funny Bone in the Mall. Widely regarded as one of the worst clubs in the country by... Really? Mark Norman. I don't know. Yeah, Mark Norman hates it. I don't know. I don't know if it's the That's people or whatever. fucking mall. I did a guest spot there, and I brought, I brought like 25 aunts and uncles to that place, and so like I'm still a king there. If I ever want to go back, they're like, yeah, come on. Because I brought in like 25 people who bought two drinks, you know? You know, Carousel Mall is the first uh, place I found out I had integrity. Uh, because I was working after college, I started working at Abercrombie and Fitch, which is not the integrity part. Uh, but uh, but they are the most racist organization I've ever worked for by by far. Um, Abercrombie and I, Fitch. I will come at Abercrombie and Fitch. Okay. And they are my maybe it's just a local branch, but I, this sounds like something they would all do because didn't their didn't their CEO once say their founder. One say he doesn't want black people wearing their clothes. Oof, I have no idea. Something fucking crazy. Okay, like so what happens? So my manager was like kind of giving me a lay of the land. Like, you're going to want to fold clothes. You're going to be up here. You're going to greet guests, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, if any black people come in, I want you to walkie me so that we can keep an eye on them. No. So, not, I'm not fucking made. That's not an exaggeration. That's literally. Direct quote from the manager. That was literally the protocol. Oh. And I got like chewed out a few times because the few times black people came in to get close to Abercrombie Fitch. I did not walk in. <laughs> I just said, they were like, what the fuck, man? I just saw black people in here. Oh, like, my God. Like, it was so fucked up. And uh, and you Blatant. know it was what was satisfying, and but that was the first time I was like, oh, I'm glad. Uh, right now my morals trump my employment. Yeah, <laughs> like I will not. I'm, I'm glad. I will, I'll happily get fired from Abercrombie. Thirteen dollars an hour does not buy my integrity. Yeah, uh, I'm Malcolm great. X here. Yeah, yeah, it's, not, it's a kind of a good feeling. You're like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I thought, I thought this kind of racism was over. It's yeah, kind of yeah, cool. Yeah. Like, it's kind of fun. Okay, great. It's insane. I can that fight this racism still. still. And and it's like. Like, that's what people are like, ah, I don't think that racism's real. And then when shit like the Jussie, Ju- Jussie Smollett yeah. thing happened, we're like, see, there's, they're like, there's, it's not all real. Some of it's bullshit. I was like, well, this is an actor doing something insane. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, no, this shit is so real. You could, yeah, I, I saw it at Abercrombie. That's yeah, so yeah. sad. It's man. so sad. But Syracuse, it's uh, like, come on, we have enough, like, we have enough problem. We're like in a mall in Syracuse, New York. This whole place yeah. is sinking like a Your ship. Your whole economy is based around five black dudes doing well at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe fucking shape up. <laughs> that Harrison funny. went to Syracuse University, and I am from the Syracuse area. That's true. Yes. And I so loved, that is what we're talking about. Oh, God. I loved going to Syracuse games, but that student section was so annoying. Because, like, not not really, but there would be once the fratty Jews from along. I'm Jewish. I'm, I'm okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, uh, the like fratty Long Island kind of like trust fund Jewish kids just like it, like drunk in the studio. Like take out scoop jar. He sucks. Like you don't know anything you about. Clearly don't. Know. I I hate it. If you're talking, if you're if you're not gonna if you're not on Scoop's team, I'm not on your team at all. Scoop to the hoop for three. Exactly. For exactly. Who's your boy? The Dragic. Alex yeah. Dragovich. Yeah. Yes. Fuck you. Notre man. Dame. I can't yeah. believe you. Fight. I think we were like Off we had the like bench. one loss or zero. He, we were number one, undefeated number one in the country. So good. That team and was so good. And he had a great he had a great game. Congrats. That is really cool. Way to go, kid. If anyone had to do it, I'm glad it was a comedian. <laughs> a funny comedian. It's yeah, so funny. Yeah, yeah. Now he's doing it's so he's an achiever, man. He kills yeah, it. Really, really cool. 
Um, but yeah, so I, uh, that's my integrity story. What is it? What's it like? What was it like growing up in Durham? Well, yeah, how are your feelings? You seem like you have positive feelings t- towards Durham still. I fucking love Durham. Durham's cool. Durham is like, um, I've described it as like, it's like Portland with black people in it. Really? It, it's really cool. It's like kind of got, it's got fun music. Real, it's like one of the best food town, like small food towns in the in the country. Um, the food's not small. The town's small. Um, <laughs> Sliders. It's like tapas place. Um, <laughs> tapas. But uh, it's really like it's an incredibly fun. There's like there's like country values mixed with like like kind of like like social justice consciousness, and it's like. I mean, my my friend's dad is the mayor. It's awesome. <laughs> I fucking love. I love the city. Um, Why is it a college town? It's a college town. Duke, Duke is here. Is here. Got Duke it. is here. I would say Duke probably brings in part of that in the fact that they have a lot of people that like come in and work as professors. Also, UNC is fifteen minute drive. Uh, right. Hence the rivalry. They're very close big, together. Big UNC, big Tar Heels. Huge Carolina dude. fan. I'm still a Carolina fan, but when they play Syracuse, that's the only time I don't there you go, go for Carolina. But um, so there's a lot of, I mean, this is the biggest, this area of the country has the most PhDs of anywhere outside of the Boston area. Oh, wow. It's like a r- incredibly uh, uh, educated, education driven. And that always, area. that always brings a nice sense of social justice and community yeah. and good food. And not in that bullshit Brooklyn way. <laughs> it's like, gen- like, it's just like a genuine stronghold of like people that like, because I feel like when, okay, I, I wonder you were in rural New York, which is a different, yeah. is a totally different part. Or upstate is just so. Upstate feels like the fucking south. Honestly. It's like Canada mixed with Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. I have uh, friends who friends who uh, snowmobiled and hunted and uh, you, know, chew, you know chewed tobacco and stuff like that, um, and they were yeah Republican. I mean, yeah, yeah it's if it was a state without New York City, it would be a red state. Super red, I yeah. Would think yeah, and almost yeah, it's kind of like too because like New York has that suck. It sucks all the. All the liberal the and <laughs> artists and people all yeah, the way yeah. down to the city, and so well, what's that's left? That's kind of what's cool about the pandemic is people moving home. And it's like so. I'm it. loving it. It's gonna be a new America. I mean, like I'm I seeing know. it. I'm loving all these displaced comedians. I'm seeing them in their in their hometowns. It's like such a cool benefit of this that I would never have. I would never have discovered it unless the pandemic started. Yeah. Like everyone's moving back to their cool that like have some value. You realizing like it's nice to have a yard. It's nice to have a place that has trees. Dude, a yard pissing on a tree. I mean, so nice. New Yorkers just don't know what it's like to pee outside to like with be, no worries. Yeah, have a patio situation. Yeah. Like, you need to be making so much money in New York to even have like anything close to the situation my friend has in Burlington, North Carolina. You, you know the only the only two things I really miss New York about the the amount of like excess. But like, if I, it doesn't matter what time of day I could just go do a mic or whatever. Yep. Uh, that's pretty cool. But another thing, just the New York City aspect, I do miss Rockaway, the Rockaways. Really? Uh, the beaches? I fucking love... Well, my girlfriend had a car, so it was really Huge, easy to get there. Huge, because it's an hour and a half on the train. We would drive, and I love how it's just like, it's fucking Brooklyn, Queens, like it's like bodegas, and then a beach, you know? It's, yeah. it's so New York, and then there's a beach. 
And I do love that. Like going it's so to get hidden to you. Cheese you would never have known. Yeah, you would never have known yeah. that like like in the city there's a legit Atlantic Ocean beach with sand and it's people beautiful. Are surfing. People's yeah. tits are out. It's, <laughs> it's great. gorgeous. It's, people's dicks are out. <laughs> <laughs> no holds barred. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking. It's a fucking. Gr- I loved doing a gummy and going to Rockaway. It was beautiful. The best. Um, Slapping also, in Prospect a gummy. Park is pretty rare. But f- I would take this over Prospect Park. I've been in so many percent. places where I've like, I'll talk to my friend. I'm like, you know, your backyard in New York would be like one of the best parks in my neighborhood. <laughs> yep. Like this size of a green space. I would walk 30 minutes to get here. Like, I lived in Bushwick and so it's like just terrible park yeah. situation, which I should have known moving in. Like that will be the struggle is finding a tree yeah, yeah. to go and be near. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a problem. It's so <laughs> it's so demoralizing. It really is. I, what was I going, I was going to say something about liberalism down here versus something. Oh, what I was saying is, well, that's why I said the upstate thing. I was like, I don't think, I, I wouldn't apply this to your neck of the woods. But like northeastern liberalism, to me, feels like people like default to it because they know that's the general, like what what's it called? Uh, that's like the, like, so when you're a kid, you're kind of just taught like this is the way things should yeah. be. And... I think in New York City and parts of Connecticut and Jersey, since people are told that, they don't know why they believe it quite as, like, as, it's not as ingrained why that values it. Like, you kind of, so, like, not to say people up north don't find their genuine belief in that, in those values, but, like, down here, it's, like, much more, like, you're, you're just seeing way more, more, KKKs and swastikas in yeah. public school bathrooms. You have a force. It's not like a phantom bad guy yeah. of the Republican. Like They're You have actual really forces here. you're up against. Yeah, you, Everyone's got an uncle that legitimately believes that Trump won the election and Biden yeah. stole it. Like It's like people have that. You have that. You're up against. You're having those debates more often and you have to actually yeah. embody those things. It's yeah. not the um, default setting. Default setting it's, Democrats. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was... Um, my, I actually have one uncle that, that's a Trump supporter. I, he might have two. But one of them is a Trump supporter, and he's a photographer, surfer in Hawaii. And it's so weird. That's an odd, yeah. And he sounds like Spicoli. So it's <laughs> like, <laughs> he, it's like you know, these goddamn libs, they just, uh, you know, they're just pushing this global warming bullshit. Like, and it's so Surprising. bizarre to hear, like, that voice and, like, with a guy with no shirt on. Like, I mean, it's just, it's like, why? Like, I wouldn't say, like, being a surfer seems like you'd be liberal. But it doesn't seem like you'd be at all political or, like, watch Fox News. Yeah, to go home, <laughs> you're on the ocean. Yeah. And to go home, you're feeling the push and pull of Mother Nature. You're yeah. one with the world. And to go home, <laughs> be like. <laughs> you can put on some Hannity. on the car you put the surfboard on top of the car you drive home and rush limbaugh on the radio yeah yeah Yeah, what a juxtaposition i will say that he hit me up recently rush limbaugh no rush limbaugh yeah um i my my uncle hit me up recently and was just like bud i was just saying i know you love comedy and you're doing comedy just saw a great netflix special from ronnie chang 
And then he was like, and I was like, oh, that's kind of an interesting one that he would like. Yeah, I haven't seen Republican. it. Yeah, I know. Isn't he like, he's from the Daily Show. I assume it's like got some politics in yeah, it, right? Asian uh, comedian yeah. destroys America or whatever. Okay, pretty funny. I think it's like, yeah, I mean, I, and then I told him, it, when anyone has different political beliefs to me, Bargazzi is my go-to recommendation. Because I'm like, yeah. totally political, super funny. Yeah. Like, there's just, no, I can't imagine one person that wouldn't. He has like a global it. warming joke where he's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. which is like true. It's like, neither do I, Nate. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know that the, I'm believing the scientists. I don't know that the globe is warming or that they, like, I don't know how to really change it. I'm just kind of trusting them. Yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. like, I honestly just don't. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not working on it. Like, yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like, um, or it's like I kind of believe that he maybe doesn't believe in it, or like he's like at least just like acknowledging that like he doesn't understand it. He doesn't believe. It seems like he doesn't care. Yeah. And but he has a like it's like he's it's good at comments. He's like because he does that like like I don't know which way we want to go, less or more or what. You remember that? Part? Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like just just go, just go, <laughs> so, get get going on it. Yeah. Get going on just it. go. Yeah, I love it because it's like. If at the end of the day, it's like I really have no idea, like what's going on. Like I was, I once was passing out flyers as a job for the Adler Planetarium in Chicago. Yeah, and I had a guy say like, you know, the Earth is flat, right? And I go, no, it's not. And he goes, why? And I go, ah, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. I guess planes yeah. go around <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh, I had no, I was, I was, I, I had nothing in my arsenal for that it conversation. It's weird that like. I it, we need more scientists in our friend circles, like because we because these are answerable questions that don't even need that much research to no. do. But there's just a small bit. Yeah. I mean, I would just trust like, hey, but what of all those photos of Earth? Don't you notice? That yeah, there you go. It's round. It's a disc. And, yeah, 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 a flat yeah. disc. Yeah, there's uh, a flat disc. From the fake You're moon right, landing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Where's the lava then? The uh, I was like daylight savings time. No, 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 no. Okay, uh, time zones maybe. I mean, yeah. like you call someone in Paris and it's dark there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why is it dark there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he goes, I don't even, I don't even friends in Paris. And I go, exactly. Again. <laughs> That's because you're a guy like that. It's always sunny. I had a really good episode about it about how like, uh, like the like evolution verse, uh, evolution verse like Bible teachings or whatever. Yeah. And then he was like, and Dennis is like, but there's like, there's like books and books of like information from like men that have like studied this their whole lives. He's like, oh, so you know these men? And he's like, no. He's <laughs> like, oh, so you are telling me you got your information from men you don't know who wrote a book that you haven't read. <laughs> and I was like, uh, and I was like, that's pretty. Like the Bible? Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh yeah. Good. Well, you get down to pretty. Yeah, like we're all making assumptions, and you get yeah. you get down to it. But and I'm like, yeah. Clearly, one side is right. Seems like it. Yeah. The Republican Party is right. I no. try. <laughs> clearly, one side <laughs> is right. Sometimes I'm just like, like I, I always want to be like, you know, we're all we're one human race, and like we all love each. Like we all, when we see each other, we're nice to each other. Like, if we see someone fall down, we, like, try to help them. Yeah. And then I just see the shit that people believe on Fox News, and I'm like, no, you these people are dumber. <laughs> like, and I, and I, know. I know that can't be true. It's not. It's not true. But it's, like, drives me crazy of how much 
crazy shit comes out of these people's mouths. It's important to talk to them and uh, like hash it out. It's fun. It's yeah. good. Have empathy for their point of view. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, I mean, like I think of a guy who's like, listen, man, I just want lower taxes and the government out of my business. Um, and I'm like, yeah, but what do you think about policing? And he goes, I don't think you heard me. I want lower taxes and the government out of my business. He's like, yeah. I don't. So like there's so many issues they just don't. They're not going to speak on them because they, they go, that wouldn't even be happening if government was out of our business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which like, that's a good point. That's, right. That he's defunding the police. He's got a, and he's <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So you defund the police. You agree. Defund the police. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like they have fundamental tenets sometimes that like. And also, they don't, they're not, like, seeing the effects of any of these programs yeah. or anything. Else. Like, if you were like me, if you were in this in New York City bumping into people who need programs all the time, like, yeah. mental health programs, food programs, like, yeah. it would make all of our lives better if they were in some programs. If there's yeah, more yeah, programs. Yeah. So, it'd make everyone, it'd, it, like, so yeah. we have a vested interest, whereas they're just paying money for something they don't see. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Which that, is that was what was interesting about being in Wisconsin, because I would talk. I did this one show where, again, it was just like Trump flags, Blue Lives Matter flags all over the wall. And and it was like one of my best sets I had on the road. It was like a really great set, and I did do a lot of political, and I did that cop shit. And I remember, and I talked to these guys that were like probably like late 20s, early 30s. And we were just talking, and I was just like... And I had, I had fucking, like, Ice Cube on my shirt. Like, I was, like, <laughs> I, uh, it was funny. The woman was like, oh, that's Ice Cube? I thought that was you. <laughs> was like, Man, I was, like, such a douchebag. Thank you, I? I guess. Um, that is a swagged out thing that I've noticed people do. And they pull it off whenever they do it. Not everyone that does it, but a lot. Like, sometimes I'll see people with a picture of themselves on their shirt. On their own shirt? Uh, Paul Rudd did, has a shirt of his okay. him with a beard in 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 uh, okay Paul Rudd Virgin Paul Rudd can can pull it off absolutely yeah <laughs> by the way I I hadn't seen Ant Man have you seen Ant Man I think I saw Ant Man versus the Wasp okay I'd seen that for some reason I'd seen that before isn't that funny Ant-Man. yeah we all do yeah and because uh, it was on Netflix there you go and uh, I was like he took his shirt off in this one scene and I'm so used to just dad bod Paul Rudd but then he was like. Fuck it. He was Marvel shredded. Exactly. And I was like, they do Jesus it. Christ. Yeah. Like, hot Paul Rudd is like on some next level shit. It's I, funny because, like, they make, it's something that like, it makes you hot if you're in a. Obviously, they train him or whatever, but, like, yeah. it feels like getting the role just makes you instantly way hotter. <laughs> way hotter. Way well, they, hotter. They must give them the best trainers in the yeah. world. Yeah. Well, it's like, honestly, they like, have it's to like. look like superheroes. But, like, do you ever do, like, it's like, sometimes I'll do, like, push ups, like, for two weeks straight, and then it's like I can see my pecs are getting bigger. This is so disgusting, but whatever. No, I'm I like, love it. I love but it. I'm like, it's like it's not as hard as like they make it seem. People will be like commenting like Camille Nanjiani, like, well, yeah. I mean, if I had a million dollars and a bunch of, I'm like, yeah, yeah. just eat a salad and do a push up. See what happens. It's because crazy. They think it's. I. I mean, I'm like. I told my friend like I was like, ten pull ups a week will change the way that you look. Ten pull ups a week. That's definitely true. that's the takeaway from the podcast is like just it's like just yeah. develop a little bit of a habit and you'll be amazed yeah um it's I, you don't need to be rich in a marvel movie to like look kind of hot he's funny he's a funny case because he he like got super shredded for that marvel movie hasn't even come out yet has it hasn't i don't even know if they filmed it and, and they, <laughs> i don't even know if it's real yeah. <laughs> i don't even know it's real it's an and, instagram stunt and then he just kept doing it but now he's like getting like way big yeah dude like he just looked incredible before now he kind of looks looks a little insane now i do yeah i love that too 
<laughs> Another criticism people have at like these super hot people is like, I would never want to be like that big. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, don't worry. Like you will never. You'll be fine. Like that's not really a huge danger at this point. Yeah. Like if you're if Pizza Hut is still a regular thing, if yeah, you still yeah. have the Domino's app on your phone, you're not gonna need <laughs> to worry about getting God, like too big. Where you need to get like different shirts. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, God damn. It's hilarious. I want to ask you. That's one thing I thought I was gonna ask you. That's the last thing I thought in my mind was you are a self-identified hot comedian. Self-identified, ne- good-looking comedian. Yeah, Sex I don't think podcast. I started talking about that until a lot of people said it. And then I know. I was like, okay, I got to comment on it. But it's like but I don't have to. You don't have to. <laughs> I wrote a good joke about it though. I, I and I'm proud of the joke. And uh, it's, a, it's a minefield. That's why that's kind of the question I have. It's like, yeah, how do you, uh, how are you like threading that needle? Yeah. Um, I will. I'll send you a clip, by the way, of me doing this material, just so you know. Sure. There's like evidence that it, it does work. It's, <laughs> not like, it's not like that uh, Jamie Lee Fox thing where he's talking about like when you do fame, then when you like when you think you look good, so you you think you killed, but really it's just like all right, <laughs> nah, whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, it worked. Okay. It's a joke. I start. I was just on stage in Wisconsin, and and there's like I I just done a joke, and like after the laughter died down, after the applause break, after they got back seated themselves after the ovation, <laughs> <laughs> I just like heard someone whispering, and I just said, it was just like a riff. I was like, are you, are you what are you what are you guys talking about? And they're like, oh no, nothing. And I was just like, were you saying I'm hot? And, huh? and and there were like two like women in their seventies, yep. so clearly they weren't. And um, oh, they weren't. Okay. But then I was like, I'm just kidding. I'm not hot. I'm not hot. It was like, cause like, cause if you're hot, you you can't say it. And yes. Was, and that's the joke. It's like, oh, good. I say I'm hot by saying I would never call myself hot oh, because never. it's so off-putting when a hot person <laughs> says they're hot. And then I was like, there's one way you can say you're hot without saying it, and it's not off-putting. You can be like, my dad is hot. And my mom is hot, and I'm not adopted. And that's the only way to say you're hot. And then I have a, and then it was like a joke where it was like, and by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I, I, I know I'm making jokes about me being hot. I'm not hot to everyone. Beauty is completely subjective. Like some people in this audience, I'm sure when I made that joke, some people in the audience were like, oh yeah, that guy's that's a yeah, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah. And then some of you are fucking stupid. And the, oh and my God! See, that's kind of that's kind of. I knew you had an attitude towards it a little bit. Yeah, you yeah. got a little bit more of like a rock star swagger attitude uh-huh. about having a about having cheekbones and a and a bone structure than I do. But it's like it does seem to be like a thing you got to bring. You have to kind of address at some yeah. point. Sometimes. Well, self awareness is the most important thing on stage. Yes. And and if you can't know exactly what they're thinking, you have to just cover every base. So you're like, if they don't, th- like in the joke, like, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. don't think I'm hot, I get it, which they might. Yeah. But I'm going to ma- have to make that funny <laughs> in some way. So that's me calling them fucking stupid. Because now I've turned it from me being like, like, I'm be- like, I don't even know if it's begrudging, but like, you know, like half heartedly calling myself hot. Yes. To me being like, to acknowledge. no, I am really hot. <laughs> like, and like as the punchline. <laughs> but at that point, I've already kind of like won their favor. Or like, he clearly doesn't have strong feelings about it. This is yeah. just something you're that not, he's trying to identify. Yeah, because you're not, you can't, you can't hang your hat on that, especially in comedy, because yeah. it's like just such an easy thing to be torn down. Because like also, it's like, 
you're not going to be professionally hot. You're in comedy. You know what I mean? Like, people who are hot, hot, they have their own whole hot industry. Yeah, Well, yeah. you could have done that. But, like, you're comedy hot. Like, you're hot for comedy. <laughs> yeah, hot for comedy. Yeah, that which is, like, bio. Exactly. Hot, hot comedian, for... cute, regular person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is true. And, like, comedians will tell you right away. They'll, like, did you yeah. think people, like, people will be, like, you're... You can't be doing this. Do you know one of the most interesting anecdotes I've ever heard? I did the road. I did this show in Delaware with this guy, and he's like one of those dudes that's just been in the New York comedy scene for. He's like a road dog New York guy. I, I'm blanking on his name, but he had the funniest story. He had great stories from doing New York back when, like Gaffigan and just in Galifianakis. Cool. One, one of his first stories that was great. This story is actually better than the anecdote I had. But the story is him doing a show with Gaffigan, young Gaffigan. And Gaffigan used to wear glasses yep. on stage, clean cut. But big motherfucker, like a former, I think, like defensive lineman in college. And oh, shit. really? Like he used to be a real, or maybe high school. He was like a really good athlete. And he was just doing his shtick. He was doing fun, you know, chill dad Observations, jokes. yeah. Oh, such a good comedian. Though. So underrated, I think, just like wow. in terms of the national scope. Yeah. Like I think he's... Absolutely, one of the best comics in the last twenty years. He should be in the conver- he should be in the conversation of those. Yeah, yeah him and Regan are the most overlooked. Absolutely, I think. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, and both clean. Yeah, and both well, then, in my opinion why. much funnier than Seinfeld. That's why I, I agree. I love Seinfeld as a mind in comedy. Like I love his his show. I could watch him do interviews. I just don't like his stand-up because it's so formulaic. Yeah, like it, oh, yeah. that shtick is just over. So bored by it. Yeah, I'm but so bored comedian. By it. Great documentary. I love that movie. Fucking documentary. Um, Gaffigan on Gaffigan stage. Gaffigan on stage. Guy. I'm so sorry. I'm so tangential. So he's on stage and there's a heckler. He's just been heckling the whole show and really like annoying and kind of like fuck you bitch like that kind of vibe. And Gaffigan and he's interrupting Gaffigan and, G- and Gaffigan stops his joke and is like, you know, the other day I was rooting around in your wife's pussy and, <laughs> and then he and, and he was like dirty gaffigan yeah yeah and he was like and you know what to my surprise i found a, a used tire iron <laughs> and, and then the guy is like fuck you like let's get like fuck you motherfucker like blah, like started talking shit and then gaffigan's like look all right there's a few options we have you could either shut the fuck up and let me do my set and let these comics do what they do so the audience can enjoy it. Or you and me can go outside and we can punch each other in the face for a while <laughs> till one of us dies. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy, and he was like, and so like, think of a good answer because I'm pretty excited by that second. Wow. Honestly. Like, so he was Gaffigan. like really, and apparently he does have like, if you agitate him, he can get really angry. Wow. And I thought that was just the coolest thing. That, <laughs> that is insane. Kill the heckler. I had this, I had this Florida heckler in my last show in DC and I thought of a line that I, re- I want to do it so bad. I wish I had done it. <laughs> he was like yeah, shitting well. like, sorry, not sorry. I'm from Florida, man. From Florida, man. Love Florida. Like, and I and I was just trashing him in Florida for a while. There you go. But one line I wanted it to be was like, you know what, dude? I actually, I, the more that you talk, the more it makes me love Florida. In fact, I wish we were in Florida right now 
so that I could kill you and get away with it. <laughs> stand my ground. I yeah, could stand, I could just my, stand my ground I could, against uh, you. I like, could George these, Zimmerman your ass. Yeah, yeah. It's like, this one's for Trayvon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish so much that I said that. You know, Harrison, I don't doubt that someday another I man from killed. Florida will hit, heckle you, <laughs> and you'll be able to riff that Well, I got line. that Florida joke now. Yeah. I'm just asking for it. That's, what, that's called chops. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The, that's how you build up yeah. road chops, I man. tried to write it as a joke joke. You know, like, like say I yeah. had a heckler the other sure. night. They did this, and at that moment, I had I I started to agree with him. Yeah, and then just do it like a misdirect. Um, but the other the story he had going back to hop people. This is so this blew my mind. So Zach Galifianakis, when he first was in New York, he was clean shaven, and if you ever noticed before he got fat. He was like beautiful. He's like a really good looking guy. And he said to this guy I was talking to, he was like, he was like, I gotta get fat or ugly or something. He was like, because I'm too pretty. Whoa. Like my jokes don't match my my face. And, and then, then and then he grew he, a big beard. And he got and fat. kind of embraces alcoholism. <laughs> but if you look if, even in his uh, SNL audition. He's like a really pretty guy. That's so weird. Isn't that funny? The origins of Gaffigan. Yeah. All right. That would, no, that's that's Galifianakis. Galifianakis. Did I say, no, did I, say I said no, no. That was just a, that was just a, a, a verbal take. But you know, he has. I mean, like his whole first special is him being like, "Give me the Amber Alert," you know, like it's like <laughs> I went to my stylist. Yes. I love. By the way, that's like the muse for my special. I'm Purple like, onion. I want it to be shot similarly to that. Live at, live at the Purple Onion. Right? I love yeah. that special it's so amazing. much. It's well, it's, it's so. I love a casual special, in a small venue yeah. or in a club. I think small venue is better. Yeah. Me too. I feel like specials in theaters are just dick measuring. Yeah, yeah. It's well, like look how many people I can get in my show. Also, luckily, yeah, it's not an option, so we might as well embrace the small <laughs> yeah, venues. That's the only reason I don't do theaters is because I don't want to be too Harrison gross. Tweed in Sour <laughs> Grapes. <laughs> but no, the big I, venues suck anyway. I legit think. Like, I will watch a comedian who I don't know that well or don't like that much if their special is in a club way more than I'll watch a special of a comedian I pretty much like, but it's in a theater and yeah, I just yeah, don't like the way. It, like, I loved Maria's, Maria Bamford's last special, yeah. the one where in front of, like, her friends. Special, special, special. Yeah. I don't, I think, I think that's old baby. Oh, this one is just in front of her friends? There's one where it's it starts it go, out in small front of her husband big. and her and their dog. Yeah, yeah. And then it gets a little bigger and eventually yeah. becomes a theater. <laughs> but uh I love that. I think I think intimacy is like the most important thing in stand up. I think so too. I mean that's all I've learned anyway, is like yeah. rooms of twenty people. I mean it's like that's what I'm where I'm most comfortable. There and anyway. if you're gonna do a theater special, make it a little loose. I I'm not telling people how to I like them when they're a little looser. Yeah, but you're—I mean, you're—you're. You're, let's talk about sets. You're an—you're a comedy analyzer. Oh, I am. Whenever I've talked hard. to you, we've always done that. We've always been talking comedy. Yeah, yeah. And I almost—hopefully not in an off-putting way, right? No, I mean, that's what we, I, was, I like talking about. I don't Me know. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I usually like I'm like I like steering away from comedy, but it's like there's almost no way to do it. Yeah. Because it's like I don't know what I don't know where else we. Talk, I mean, we talk about Durham a little bit, but I don't know what yeah. else to fucking talk. That's about. all right. Just come to Durham. Durham, baby. <laughs> don't don't move here, but visit Raleigh. Keep, keep Durham. Shitty. Keep That's Harrison Tweed the hottest comic in Durham. Yeah, let me. Be <laughs> There's this one dude, Spencer Bland. Do you know Spencer? No. He's friends with Jordan Scott Huggins. Uh, Shout out. He's gonna do his podcast soon. Um, he's 
incredible hair and it and it's really Ooh. it's tough it's tough he's got maybe better hair than me in a sea of balding <laughs> bitter <laughs> asshole yeah. comedians yeah yeah the um, man with hair is king durham's cool though man it's i i highly recommend it man it's cool uh, the college town thing everywhere that's not a big city that's actually super fun it has a good college a good barometer for knowing if a town's gonna be fun is if they have a jimmy john's because that means it's a college town oh. with a main street you know like a, <laughs> yeah, a main yeah, yeah. college and those towns are usually pretty, pretty free picky. smells head on uh, head, free head that way <laughs> yes yes. go yes. to jimmy john's jimmy john's kicks ass oh and if you're ever in durham go to we're gonna go there after this yeah. bonds cuisine bonds, bonds cuisine, cuisine. Is, i'm pumped is money yeah i'm yeah. pumped do you, have any other, places we can go. do you have any other call to actions for the audience before we wrap up? Follow me on Instagram. Uh, Tweety jokes. I am considering deleting Twitter because I don't like it anymore. I just look at it and feel poisoned. Yeah. I just saw two people get in a f- Twitter beef with each other, and every part of it made me sad. <laughs> like I, I didn't like either of them that much, but I was just watching them go bet like screen grab and and uh, quote tweet each other. And I was like, oh, this is so loserish. And it's for no one. It's for no one. It's for your friends. It's the lead in the lead in the pipes. You know, and they said, like, you know, in Rome, the fall of Rome, they had these pipes and they had lead in them. And everyone was going crazy. And it was part of the fall of Rome. It's like, that's our lead in the pipes is yeah, Twitter. Twitter We're is gonna our be lead in the pipes. Riding that shit to the end of the world. It feels, it, I, sa- I think I said this on Twitter, but it was like, Twitter is like a high school. But no one gets punched in the face, so no one <laughs> learns any life lessons. Everyone just does their bullshit, <laughs> acts like children, and does it. And like, and no one gets any repercussions other than like some group of people on Twitter not liking them and some liking them. It's so stupid. Uh, I kind of like Instagram because you can just put clips up. Yeah, of course. That's all I really Videos and pictures. Do. You can put words on there if you want to, too. Who cares? Oh, titties. Titties, sure. There's titties everywhere. Uh, tastefully, tastefully cropped titties. Yeah, they taste delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's um, funny. No one's ever played on that tasteful nudes. No one's yeah. ever talking about, like, I'd like to taste that yeah. nude. No one's ever done that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taste. Taste is right there. Oh. You can w- have it. One thing I'll plug... Uh, Okay, well, if you're in Durham or the Triangle area or just North Carolina area and you like Terrence and you like me. You're going to love Harrison. Come watch my, uh, come to my uh, album recording slash special later in the summer. I don't have any details on it. All right. The only thing you can do uh, for now is just send me. I'm not going to do a Kickstarter. I feel like that's a little douchey. But just asking people to casually Venmo me. Fifteen bucks, which is the same thing. <laughs> the same thing, but since like, look how leaned back I am. Yeah, and it's not on a website where like <laughs> a guy lost his arm. Like it's like uh, like help me with my dreams. Right. Like uh um, but like but I would it would be helpful just to like help with expenses. The more you pay me, the more the people that help me make my dream come true get paid because i'm i'm just trying to pay them as much yeah. as i can yeah or the fairest slash the most i can to right. make them feel like they did a like I, I i treated them well and they'll try a little and bit. and i will be able to do this by myself but it would be helpful if you just sent me some <laughs> money but also i'd rather you just come to the recording yes and uh in durham you know, do you have a venue yeah, in durham there's a few if you have a durham venue that you specifically <laughs> like i i love to hear your thoughts but there's there's these there's this one that I really want to do it at called the North Star Church of the Arts, cool. which is a converted church that is now just a music venue, and it's 
so sick. I love those. It's really cool. It's in this really cool area of, of Durham. New Orleans has a lot of those. That'd be great for stand-up. Oh, my yeah. God. That'd be awesome. I, I also am considering doing it on, there's this basketball court called Hillside, Hillside Park, and wow. it has, like, Fila did all these designs on the courts. It's like they have a college three-point NBA three-point three line. It's it's so great. We played there for four hours the other day. I was considering doing it on a basketball court <laughs> um, and just making it free and just doing, like, donation buckets. Wow. Um, but that would be kind of hard with, um, you know, setting up. Um, well, keep a look but out. But anyway, just, look follow, out for this just follow. I'm tweeting tweety jokes. Yeah, and he'll all bother you there. will be on there. Yeah, it'll, all that information and all those pleas for money from Venom will be on tweety jokes. Yeah, yeah. And I will also I'll repost them. Yeah. And, You'll um, see it here. What I would also request is that he didn't ask me to do this, but send Terrence like some like back braces and um, <laughs> like ice packs and shit like things like Arnica gel, Icy Yacht, because I know living in a van, he's going to have back problems at some point. So you're going to want to give him things that help because nur- I have back problems right now. A lumbar pillow. Yeah, lumbar shit. Really, send that to me too. I mean, honestly, I'm having really. I'm just playing too much basketball. Us poor so. tall guys in our 30s are having a, having a problem. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. want us to be hot forever, man? We're, we're not, trying. Yeah, we're, we're trying, trying to get yeah. there. We're doing your our best. Your jawline joke is so funny. <laughs> I love your jawline. Joke. I've got so many. I don't yeah. even know what, what you're talking about. That's I need my to. other uh, call to action. Just watch that clip. <laughs> good stuff. Is it stuff. on your Instagram? I don't think so. I haven't. I gotta be more and I gotta be able to tape a bunch That's of stuff. So good, Denver. man. You should really put Thank that on. That's like a good. I've never heard a joke like that joke. Which one are you talking about? The one I've only seen you do at the creek where it was about like the shape of my head is like Isosceles a, trapezoid. Yes. One of the fuck shapes. Yes, the yeah, fuck yeah, shapes. Yeah. Yes. That does yeah. such a great joke. It's it, it's hit it's hit or miss. I thought Dock it was Dock it in the middle of your act. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I'll you can, The right it's people funny. will like it. I'm the a creek, genius. The creek the creek is funny like that. It could uh, it could uh, it can get you. Yeah, where you're yeah. like, I'm a genius. Yeah, yeah. Um all right, Harrison, we got all the stuff. We got all the yeah, yeah. Shit. Let's do it. Let's Great. go to lunch, Thanks man. for having me. This Thank was you. really fun. So much for doing it. So good to see you. Down by the river. Down by the... I know. Is this the first river you've actually been down by? Or have I have been by many... I think I've recorded near some bodies of water that yeah. could be construed as rivers, but this is the most rivery one. Fuck yeah. Love you it. You know, baby. Down by the river. Yeah, yeah. All right. That was Harrison. We recorded... That was recorded actually down by... The Eno River in Durham, North Carolina. Harrison took me to the river to do that specifically. So shout out to him. That was awesome. Um, follow him at Tweety Jokes. Tweety Jokes. Um, and keep an eye out for everything he's got coming up. Some sort of special he's recording in Durham. Um, thanks again for listening. Thank you to Rudy Schultz for designing designing the logo to the podcast. You can hire him to do a similar thing if you're a comedian listening to this. And uh, maybe you are. Um, and also thanks to Steve Gerard for recording the theme song to this podcast. Um, Steve Gerard of Crown Blue Jokes, he also recorded the theme song to Michael Timlin's podcast. Sh- shout, out to, shout out to Michael Timlin's podcast, which is called Work Sucks, I Know, and it's about jobs. So shout out to Michael Timlin as well. Hey, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.